But then I didn't know we were recording Thanksgiving today. Yes, you did. Yeah. Until just now. No, no you knew. We definitely talked about it. <laughs> you knew. And told you it was your one task. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints. Gobble, pod- gobble. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make a turkey noise for real? Gobble, gobble. Gobble, 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 gobble. Oh, that was good. I feel like mine was better, right? Yeah. No, no. I think it was a good effort. Uh, you just sound like a clown. Like, I can't do a turkey. Yeah, yours is good. Yeah, I, I practiced a lot when I was a kid. Oh. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real life sisters in law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters not saints You might think they're saints But they Some of them are sisters Two of them have sisters But there's one thing that's for certain It's their sisters Not saints Gobble gobble Happy Thanksgiving it's Not our yet. thanksgiving episode hopefully you're all listening with your families and while you're cooking turkeys because they're all thankful for their new favorite podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i bet you're all at home doing that thing where you go around the table and you're listing mm-hmm. what are you guys thankful for from should this we last say year? what we're most thankful for no. oh. should we go around go around the living room no no, no, I'm thankful no. for each of you. Okay, I'm thankful <laughs> for this podcast. Okay. Something to look forward to each week. That's very true. Wow. Okay. I am thankful Megan for... didn't like that. No, I liked <laughs> she it. She didn't like the sincerity. I liked it. It's just phony, you know? It's not phony. No, I get you mean it, but it's like, it's, it's like the f- people who, when they're sitting around the table... And, you know, your mom makes you say it. It's the people who are like, I'm thankful for my family. Like, duh, of course you are. Of course you're thankful for us, Zoe. As much as I hate it, it is nice to, it is very healthy and nice to have gratitude and be thankful for something. Exactly. And to say it out loud. Yeah. So what are you thankful for? I just said. No, no, no. Something that's not obvious. That's not obvious. It is obvious. I've told y'all off podcast that it is something to look forward to each week. It's really nice. You get to vent we get to have dinner we get to have a whole thing regardless of if anybody else listens i get to over caffeinate you i think i'm doing okay <laughs> don't talk about it who knew Maybe three our, shots were too many our listeners should know we have a nice tradition where we record at megan's we drink cappuccinos that megan makes us <laughs> have a shot of tequila order food usually mexican and record it yeah. really is nice yeah how long do you think until your husbands realize it's just a way for y'all to get out of the house every week and order DoorDash and hang out for a few hours? They also do it, so. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Poker night. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. It all evens out. Yeah, totally. It all evens out. All right. Do all of us like Thanksgiving? No. Hate it. I love it, but you know I love every holiday. Mm. Holiday whore. I'm a holiday whore. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's a big Chuck E. Cheese energy and a holiday whore. I don't like the food. No, the food's disgusting. Not and there's all of it. no presents. <laughs> I don't need presents. I don't need presents. I like mm. either watching someone open something or mm. me going home with gifts. <laughs> either one. Well, you can make your own little tradition. You give everyone mm-hmm. a gift. 
That's, that's true. Expensive. You know what I started mm. a couple of years ago for the kids, my kids, as I get these paper bags and I make them look like turkey legs mm. and then I fill them with like little treats and prizes and they cut them open oh, and get them at the table. I've seen pictures of you do that. That's that is fun. really cute. Like yeah. a little, like so a little like Thanksgiving a Sounds pinata? like something I would like yeah. at I Thanksgiving. Like a Thanksgiving pin- Maybe I'll do it for Zoe this yeah, year. Yeah, a lot of times oh, we yeah. are at the same Thanksgiving. That's true. <laughs> but we weren't the last couple of years. Okay. Yeah, Thanksgiving, it just, there's no... It's on the heels of Halloween and everybody by Thanksgiving time is just looking forward to Christmas, which also you have to, it's like you have two Christmases. It's like you have to see the same people. You have to eat the same foods. The boring Christmas with no sparkly yes, lights, exactly. no tree, no it's gifts, like the, no good food. Yeah. Just like It's like the prequel. Would you be surprised to know it's the number one celebrated holiday in the U.S.? And I also wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Not only surprised, but I need to know your source. <laughs> it's true. No way that Thanksgiving.com. <laughs> I was shocked to learn that too. But if you think about it, because I would have thought Christmas or but Halloween. There's so many people that don't celebrate Christmas and Halloween, I guess. Yeah, more because more adults don't celebrate Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of religions and customs and traditions don't yeah, celebrate Halloween either. Very American. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be okay. any nationality, race, anything to eat. It took me turkey. a minute too when I read that. But yeah, because it's like who? It, I mean, it's all the same foods you get at Christmas. It's just so much. Really? No, it's totally different foods. We've never had the same food. Yeah, what do you have for Thanksgiving? Christmas. It's the turkey. It's the okay. dressing. It's well, the... let me tell you, my family yeah, is really big. We had like 50 something people at every Thanksgiving. I have a huge family. Mm-hmm. And so we always had a big, tur- often two turkeys, like a roasted turkey, a fried turkey, a ham and fried chicken and chicken and dumplings were our oh main thing. Oh my things. goodness. And then you have all the mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, uh, potato casserole, scalloped potatoes, green beans, green bean casserole, like every mm. like corn, fruit salad, a hundred pies, rolls. We had so much food. It was crazy. Yeah. And it was so, like often. But then what do you do at Christmas? So at Christmas, our tradition was on Christmas Eve. That was when the whole family got together and we mm-hmm. did like hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. All like everybody brought like a dish of yeah. like little mini sandwiches yeah. or cocktail weenies That's or what we whatever. Christmas and Christmas Day, my mom always made gumbo, but we're mm. Cajuns. Yeah. So. I am. But that's we always that. what we've had yeah. Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. We do that too. That's funny. Mm. I will say I my favorite Thanksgiving has been when I was working at Disney and we had a big Friendsgiving. And so since everyone was from all over, we had Koreans, we had Dominican Republics. We had people from Puerto Rico, from all over the United States. So like everybody brought a dish that was kind of from there, mm. like whatever the most celebratory dish in their yeah. culture was. And that, that was like amazing. Like there was 30 of us mm. in the living room and a dish from every place. So that was like the most fun Thanksgiving. Okay. So speaking of good Thanksgiving stories, I have a very heartwarming story that a listener sent us. Would y'all like to hear it? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. She says, last Thanksgiving will probably forever be our favorite. I'll back up a bit for some background. My husband and I are high school sweethearts. We've worked really hard to create a comfortable, stable home. Um, We started trying to conceive back in 2017 with no luck. After 18 months of trying, seeking fertility help, then finding out it was never going to happen for us without the help of a sperm donor and lots of money, we decided adoption was our way forward. It took us a long time to get through the process, applications, clearances, classes, paperwork, saving every dime we could. We went live on the books in May of 2021. We had a couple potential situations come up over a few months, but ultimately we weren't selected to be the adoptive parents. 
We knew the process could take a year or two, so we tried to be patient. Things were quiet for a while, and then out of the blue, we got a phone call on November 19th saying we had been chosen for an emergency placement. We obviously were shocked, thrilled, and absolutely terrified to become parents literally overnight. We brought our daughter home the following day and dove headfirst into parenting with absolutely no idea what we were doing prior. Prior to our placement call, we had been planning to host Thanksgiving dinner. We had purchased the turkey, brisket, potatoes, green beans, and everything. We didn't want everything to go to waste, but we were hesitant to host our families and risk too many germs around our one-week-old baby. We decided to cook the Thanksgiving meal anyway and told everyone to bring their own food containers, come pick up food, see the baby for a second, and then go home. We ate dinner in a silent house sitting around the coffee table while the baby slept in the swing next to us. We were so filled with joy and so happy to be able to spend the rest of the evening as our new family unit. I don't know if I can ever beat that. Wow. That's, that's sweet. sweet. That's sweet. I, know, I just thought it was a really sweet story. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah. Are you crying, Hillary? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Since you aren't a big Thanksgiving fan, have you had like, is there a good Thanksgiving or is there like one thing you do like about Thanksgiving? I, yes, I have a good answer for this. <laughs> okay. After our parents divorced, we, they divorced or they, they announced they were going to separate in October. And so that next year or that next month, of course, was Thanksgiving. So we knew everyone was going to want to get together, but things were super awkward so we decided to throw our first Thanksgiving. And by we, like Kristen and I decided we were going to cook everything, have everybody over. We'd never cooked before. No. Not I mean, real foods like this. Right. I mean, because we were younger at the time. I mean, old enough to know how to cook, <laughs> but not confident enough to cook an entire Thanksgiving For meal. For a lot of people, like yeah. aunts and uncles. And-, and so we really went like whole hog into it. We, I mean, dad did do the turkey. But other than that, we made all the sides. We made this like a huge fruit salad. Note to self, when you're making a fruit salad, you don't need that much fruit because it all adds (laughs) up. But we had like, I cut myself severely three times cutting that fruit salad. Who has a fruit salad on Thanksgiving? (laughs) Oh, we had so many. We We had so many weird foods. It was like a bathtub full of fruit. (laughs) It was a lot. And nobody touched it. (laughs) Right. We had no clue like the amounts that we would need for anything. We just knew like Thanksgiving, it's Mm. we have to make huge amounts of food, right? We made like 20 sides. Yeah. And we were just, I think, trying to distract ourselves from grief. And we had games. So people showed up and we had assigned characters to every person so someone would get like a cinderella sticker and they had to act like that person until, until they until they guessed who they were so we had games and drawings and i want to do that there were yeah, drinks with every course we had like a certain drink that was paired with every there was like an appetizer i don't know we like went all out mm-hmm. on this tradition but <laughs> and both of our parents who were separated attended we haven't done it since no we haven't that was the one time and then after that we started going to the beach every year yeah I like that tradition. (laughs) We realized it was too much work. Mm -hmm. So now we've gone to the beach ever since. And now that's all my kids have ever known. You don't have to do the typical Thanksgiving. You can just do whatever works for your family. That's something else I like about Thanksgiving is that I do feel like it's okay to not always follow your tradition. Mm -hmm. Like we had one Thanksgiving at Disney World, Mm -hmm. which was so fun. Yeah, we did that too. Um, Peter and I were in Greece one year for Thanksgiving. It was awesome. It's just the two of us. Mm. And then we were in New York one year and we watched the mm. Macy's Day Parade. That's and a good one. That was really fun. We what? ate at a vegan restaurant for Thanksgiving that year. Aww. Oh, wow. You should tell it the story about Peter at uh, his Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. 
Peter, when he was in high school, um, performed. He was in the band, the marching band, and they got to go to the Macy's Day Parade. I think maybe every year they went. Mm. But so he went one year with his marching band, and they delayed the entire Macy's Day Parade, Peter and his friend. Why? How? Oh, because they slept in. Uh, that sounds like Peter. And yeah, and it was time to start, and they didn't get up, and the band director had to come bang on the door and wake them up, and they were late, so the whole thing was delayed because of the two of I'm them. I'm surprised they like <laughs> waited and didn't just. I mean, just I guess move it's on. so meticulously planned out that they had to wait, but. Mm-hmm. And he was in such a hurry, he didn't dress appropriately. So he just like threw on his band uniform and oh ran gosh. out. So he froze because it was really cold. Yeah. You know, it was Thanksgiving morning in New York, and he didn't have like his gloves or like um with like long underwear or whatever you wear under your yeah. uniform. Yeah. And he was really miserable and froze the whole time. But, but also wasn't that the year that his fingers were broken and so the band leader gave him a different instrument and said just pretend to play? I think that was a different year. Okay. But it they, could be. They didn't go every year but they got invited like two years maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't just like automatically invited I think for some reason they got invited twice. They earned their place. <laughs> At the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Apparently. Yeah. It just seems like they would have yeah. been like, okay, we're down two men. Speaking Let's of, go. the Macy's Day Parade is one of my favorite Thanksgiving traditions. See, I'm not really like a parade person either. You know what? I am now with kids, but we yeah. didn't grow up watching right. it. Our parents mm. were really grinchy about holidays. And so we never grew up. They'll probably hear this and they'll be like, no, we weren't. You just didn't want to watch (laughs) it. You never wanted to watch it. (laughs) It was never on. It was never offered. Yeah. It was just never like we never it was never a thing. It was just. Well, and also I think we grew up in Louisiana where it was warm weather. It was like 70 degrees usually on Thanksgiving. And so we were outside playing. Well, I mean, I grew up in the same area and you yeah. watch the parade so the parade, made also, it to Texas. The parade comes on early in the morning <laughs> yeah you probably weren't outside playing and we weren't even in louisiana for no thanksgiving. we always went to back. yeah we always traveled for thanksgiving <laughs> all right guys who's ready for a riveting round of thanksgiving trivia me okay i want a trophy at the end um all i can offer you is coffee and sour patch kids i'll take the coffee okay. i'll take the sour patch only if you win Mm-hmm. what about each question do i can i have one <laughs> only if you get it right yes, but you can't chew it while we record okay so keep track of how many sour patch kids we owe you okay what product owes its existence to thanksgiving what product mm, not a turkey what product <laughs> cranberry a sauce a turkey um popper oh that's a good guess what's a turkey popper you put it in the turkey and it pops when the turkey's done Mm-hmm. I think that only happens on sitcoms. No, no it's a real thing. A, wait, no, isn't that like a thing that is naturally in the turkey? No, no? it's a plastic thing you stick in there. Okay. Uh, neither you're one of us have of, ever cooked. You're thinking of the giblets. Ew. I don't think I am, but. Yeah, like the little sack I mean, of No, like, I know what that is. Stop. Stop. Okay. Okay. We should also, I don't want the hand motion. <laughs> Kristen, do you have a guess? I don't. <laughs> I don't even know what a turkey popper is. Um, frozen dinners. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. In 1953, Swanson misjudged the number of frozen turkeys it would sell by 26 tons. That's a lot. Their brilliant save was slicing up the turkey, repackaging with trimmings on the side, and voila! Frozen wow. dinner. Genius. Yeah. yeah. I live off of frozen dinners without... And look at you. Uh, you and thought- now you can be thankful for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Do you okay. really eat frozen dinners? 
I mean, not like the turkey, like, like a hungry man. No, Are you just at your house like, eating hungry men? But think, but like a frozen pad thai, like a frozen meal mm. in the freezer. Yeah. Okay. Fro- yeah. I guess that's okay. Is that not super clear? A frozen meal in the freezer? <laughs> I do eat fr- freezer meals. I don't, I don't know. When you hear frozen dinner, I think hungry man. No, no, I don't. Or like kind. those. Did y'all but ever eat it's those? It's evolved. The like kid cuisine. Yeah. And, yeah. And I that was those. like, you thought like the height of luxury. Amy's. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The like enchiladas yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Those are really good. See, yeah. without Thanksgiving, I wouldn't have my Amy's. Right. Exactly. I mean, dare I say you love Thanksgiving. What did Charlie Brown serve his friends for Thanksgiving? Oh, my God. I feel like I should know this. I love Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. And I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to say pizza. Mm. Kristen? I don't remember. Buttered toast, popcorn, pretzels, and jelly beans. Never would have guessed it. That sounds like my kind Again, of Thanksgiving meal. Again, I have to say, Zoe, I, I would, you would thrive that. at that yeah. Thanksgiving. Maybe Zoe should host a Charlie Brown theme yes, Thanksgiving that would be dinner. Perfect for me. Yeah. Did Elvis like Thanksgiving? I mean, I feel like the answer should be no. Like right, it's a, trick, like a trick, question. trick question. He loved it because he was he was a butterball, so I bet he loved a butterball. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we do not. Oh, we don't use that we word. We don't fat shame people, Zoe. <laughs> I didn't even know what butter what you <laughs> meant. Is that a term for? I, mean, I just feel like that's the only, like that's the only thing she could have meant. Is yeah. that what you meant you for like a round yeah. kid? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we don't fat shame Zoe. Um, but but people made we're cutting this out. But people made fun of Elvis for like. Oh, I'm not cutting this out. No, 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 no. The entire world's gonna know. Wait. But Elvis wasn't fat. Yes, oh, when, yeah. he, when he died, he was, was on drugs. He like swelled yeah. up. He had the, his. Um, you know, there's always okay. the joke of like, I'm dressing up as Elvis. Are you going to be fat Elvis or cool Elvis? Yeah, he was I don't not know that. A joke. Heartthrob <laughs> at the end. <laughs> okay, well, Zoe, another thing that you have in common with Thanksgiving, <laughs> Elvis also does not like Thanksgiving. Why? He uh, was never home. He toured so much that he was never home on Thanksgiving, oh. and so he had to eat. Peanut butter and banana sandwiches on the road. Mm. But didn't he, but wasn't that, that his too. favorite food? Yeah, but he just wasn't, I guess, with his family. You know what he should have had? A frozen dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only he knew. Yeah. Okay. What percentage of people prefer leftovers to the meal? All of them. Me. That's not a percentage. Uh, 100%. Um, 65%. Kristen? Well, I actually thought most people would prefer the meal. I would so it'd be a low percentage mm-hmm. for 79%. Ooh, that's a I was really high. Close. The moist maker. Yeah. Classic. Yep. Very classic. If any of our listeners know what the moist maker is, please go to our Instagram page and comment what that is from on our Instagram page for this episode. And we will celebrate you. Black Friday is the biggest day for which trade profession. And for anyone who doesn't know, a trade profession is like a skilled worker. Like, like a, something mm. you went to trade school to learn, not mm-hmm. a college necessarily. Okay, yeah. so let me think about what trade workers I can think of. I'm going to think say of like electrician, not welders. a welder. Mm-hmm. I would guess welders be. aren't like most needed on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, maybe an electrician because people buy a lot of electronics. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I mean, would you hire an electrician? No. Zoe, any guesses? What's another trick? I know the answer, so I don't want to say it. Oh, okay. How do you know? Oh, because you saw this mm. somewhere. Okay. Mm. Kristen, Kristen, what are your give guesses? Give us a guess. Plumber. Kristen's right. Really? Plumbers. Yep. 
I guess because Why? you all eat all that food foods. and then you just oh wow, the tw- and all the people in one <laughs> house. Next day. Yeah, oh, that's funny. You have the that's, most amount of people in a house. That's like yeah. their busy day. Yeah, that that's makes hilarious. Sense. That's their black. It's their Holiday brown season. Friday. <laughs> brown Friday. I bet they call it that. Yeah, <laughs> true. I bet they do. I bet someone's made that joke. <laughs> Which turkeys actually gobble, male or females? And if anybody wants to hear my turkey impression again, I'll lay it on you now while they think. I'm gonna say male. It's probably their mating call. Yeah, male, male. That was right. Yeah, oh. one coffee Go for me. you. Coffee for me. Oh, here's something interesting. Black Friday, ten deaths and 105 injuries on average. Yes, ten <laughs> deaths. Yeah, Black Friday has produced ten deaths. It's a very dangerous day. It's produced ten deaths and 105 injuries. Wait, wow. wait. Every year? No, total. Since uh, it. Okay. Uh, okay. The shopping and the right. okay. stomp. I was gonna say, wow, ten people every year. That's. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't go Black Friday shopping. Does anybody here go Black Friday shopping? I do. It's a national holiday for my family. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. <laughs> but what do you like? Do y'all go out into it? Yes. Okay. I have issues with Black Friday, okay. modern Black Friday, because growing up, me and my sister and my mom and my grandmother and my aunt and my cousin mm-hmm. would all go Black Friday shopping oh. together. And mm-hmm. we would get up at like five in the morning. We'd go drive through somewhere like McDonald's, get food and coffee. And we would drive. We lived kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So we would drive into Houston, which was a big city. It was two hours from us. And we would shop all day. Mm-hmm. And like all day and we would always stop like halfway through the day and eat like Mexican food mm-hmm. and then keep shopping. And it was so, so fun. And we've done it every single Black Friday. It, but now recently it's, you know, yeah. Black Friday is so differently and they They're start like I mean, they start now. Yeah. It's like Black Friday sales start now. Yeah. And they and they also started doing it on Thanksgiving. And we kind of I have friends who had really similar traditions with their family and they've continued like they'll thanksgiving night they mm. all go out together and they kind of shop all night mm. but my feeling was kind of like no we're not doing that we're only doing on friday but it's way less fun mm-hmm. because it was fun to like go at five or yeah. six and see all these huge crowds run in and everyone's like super excited and trying to get to certain stores yeah and the christmas music is playing and now it just doesn't have like the same vibe so it's kind of sad hmm. the only experience i have with black friday shopping is Two years ago when we were at the beach, we accidentally Black Friday shopped and it was so fun. And we tried to do it the next year, but because of COVID, they weren't doing it. And that yeah. was a big like we COVID drove, did really just, also like it was kind of like the nail on the coffin for Black Friday. Right. Because I feel like now everybody is so let employees have the day off and. Oh, how dare they? No, I don't <laughs> think they do that. I think all yeah, the stores are yeah. open, but no, I think it's just I, now we online shop so well, much. But and they've they've rolled it back somewhere. It's not like opening at midnight. Yeah, oh, I don't I think it's nice. I don't think they should employees. do that. No, it I hated when they did that. I hated when they started at midnight mm-hmm. and then they even bumped it to like seven p.m. on yeah. Thanksgiving. Like I hate that. I loved the early morning Friday. Yeah, it was such a fun like next day tradition to shop mm-hmm. and it really was like a family thing and it was mm-hmm. like the one time a year you got all these like bad and we really did christmas shop and mm-hmm. there were deals and yeah. like you really felt like you got these fun deals you got all your most of your christmas shopping done you're with family the whole time i guess my thing is, is i've never really had a lot of people that i have to buy for for christmas hmm. so the idea of shopping in all that madness for like the three people i buy gifts for 
Yeah. Weren't you shopping a lot for yourself though? Like that's when as, you would get as a teenager. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. we shopped because then we'd go to like the fun malls, and me and my sister and my cousin would pick out all new clothes mm. that were our Christmas gifts, mm. and then our mom, you know, like take them. Obviously, we couldn't get them till Christmas, but that was super fun as like a teenager <laughs> to go and get like yeah a new wardrobe. Yeah, and it was yeah, and and it was extra fun because we would go to Houston where. At the time, they had all these stores. Like it was when Forever Twenty One came out, and all we didn't have anything like that near us. So it was like super exciting to like go to these new, cool, trendy stores. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I loved it. We didn't do anything like that. I don't even think we knew what Black Friday was. Yeah, I really, I until I was an adult, I probably didn't even have any. Honestly, I thought it just happened in New York City. Really? (laughs) Yeah, we never. It was never. Never made it to Louisiana. No, I don't. Well, you say <laughs> that. It just didn't make it to your family. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we never, it was never even a thought. But I guess, but again, I think it goes back to, we didn't buy a lot of Christmas gifts. Yeah. It's like, who were we buying for? But also even like on, th- like I told you, we had a huge Thanksgiving with like 50 people. Mm-hmm. All the women, mm-hmm. after we ate, all the men would go watch football. It was like a very stereotypical thing. They'd all be watching football and all the women would all bring their newspapers mm-hmm. and pull out all the Black football, Friday ads because yeah. they all came out on Thanksgiving and everyone would lay out the ads and circle the deals they want. Because mm-hmm. like all the aunts were like buying for like their young kids mm-hmm. and wanted to go to like Walmart mm-hmm. to get the new hot toy. Yeah. And then like me or like the older like teen cousins would like pull out the stuff we want and everybody would be like, circling things mm-hmm. and you and everyone write down their plan like at 5 a.m we're meeting here by 6 a.m we need to be at this store and it was like but it was so fun yeah. to like have everybody no, it sounds like fun it's just that it never together. even yeah. occurred to anybody in our family to do that all right so who's ready for some thanksgiving themed questions from our listeners Thank you so much, guys, for sending us in specifically themed Thanksgiving questions. My boyfriend says I'm sensitive because I bought Campbell's chicken and sausage gumbo for Thanksgiving. He's from he's from Louisiana and says I should have asked him to cook it. I thought he was joking at first, but he says it's trash and no one in his Cajun family will eat it. What do I do? And uh, and sh- and he said she's sensitive. Why isn't the boyfriend sensitive? I think that she's sensitive because I, I think her feelings were hurt that he was like, you're calling Campbell it trash. trash. Yeah. Okay. But I'm so sorry. And Hillary, I'm sure you can agree as being from Texas, Kristen and I are from Louisiana. And if somebody showed up with a can of Campbell's chicken and sausage gumbo, I would never touch that. It's trash. <laughs> it's but trash. you wouldn't it's tell trash. them that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would just say you made it. No. Ooh, no but judged. like if Peter got, canned gumbo <laughs> yeah, and attempted yeah. to serve it to my family to a, i'd be like no a that's Cajun trash. family like, yeah you, it'd be like going to an italian house and serving like prego or something yeah. like you just right. know your it'd be like showing like chef ravioli chef boyardee right. or something. like imagine we invited you over to our house for thanksgiving and you show up to like our dad's house with and you're like hi i have this can of chicken and, and gumbo soup and um, or like I a turkey it. frozen dinner yeah that's the equivalent. Zoe's like, frozen dinner, I'm in. <laughs> I was trying to think of the name of it. <laughs> of so, I mean, yeah, maybe he could have been more gentle about it, but that's just a big faux pas to show up with canned gumbo. In Cajun culture, your roux yeah. is everything. Like, they'll ask, do you know mm-hmm. how to make a roux? And you have to know how to make a roux. Yeah. Also, I don't, if it's a family Thanksgiving dinner, you would need, like, a lot of cans. 
of yeah. soup. <laughs> uh, gumbo is a big dish. You have to like really make a pot of gumbo. You have like a gumbo pot in your house when yeah. you cook gumbo. Yeah, and I've been to like holidays where there are multiple gumbos served and yes. people taste everyone's gumbo. Everyone's is different. Definitely. So yours would just not stack yeah, up. Yeah, so I think that he's maybe... Maybe, like I said, his delivery probably wasn't the best, but he's probably trying to save you from the reaction we all had. Yeah. <laughs> coming like, from the, his family. Because his family would, would laugh in your face. And I, yeah. it is. But also, like, they would. obviously, she doesn't know how to make gumbo yeah. or maybe not cook that much if she got canned soup for the meal. <laughs> and if your boyfriend's offering to cook it, then great. Then you yeah, can take that solved. off your plate. He can cook it and mm. you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Absolutely. She probably thinks she needs to show up with a dish to his family's That's, yeah, that could be event, it. you know, but like let him cook the gumbo and then you make something else. Yeah, bring a dessert, bring anything else. Make your family's special thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't def- make Cajun food for Cajun people. Right. Yes. No, I, yeah, make something that you're comfortable making. Totally. Get another flavor of Campbell's soup. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabet. Split pea. Yeah. Uh, their split pea is pretty good. So if you're going to go for some Campbell's soup, I would go for split pea. It's a big hit. Make it with milk, not water. I hate split pea soup. That really sounds disgusting. So gross. Oh my God, I love split pea soup of any kind. Well, anyway, they're going to be very welcoming and nice to you unless you make terrible Cajun food and serve it to them. That's where I see people draw the line. That is, yeah. Agreed. That's a deal breaker. Um, okay, so I plan to see my mom at Thanksgiving. A couple of years ago, I came out as trans and have changed my name. As a child, my mom tattooed my sister's name and my name to her back. I plan to ask her to remove my dead name again. We've had many fights about it in the past. She says she covers it with clothing and only she sees it. Won't have it removed. Am I wrong to be hurt? She can be hurt, but she cannot tell her mom to remove the name that she named her daughter. I don't know. That's expensive. Nobody sees it. When's her daughter seeing her back? I think if you're a trans person and your dead name, like but, if you know that it's out there and you know your mom's continuing to wear it and like that's not your name, you don't associate, you're not, you don't associate with that gender, with that name, I could see where it would be hurtful to them that your mom refuses to acknowledge your new identity. But I think she just has the tattoo on her back because she got it. It's permanent. It costs a lot mm-hmm. of money and pain to remove it. And it doesn't mean that her mom's calling her that dead name yeah i was gonna say it depends it sounds like maybe if it's such a trigger for the transgender person maybe her mom isn't accepting of it because then i could see why the tattoo would really bother her but if her mom is or his i'm sorry i don't remember if it was a boy or girl i don't they don't actually even say okay so i'll say they yeah i don't now i forgot what i was saying (laughs) (laughs) um if the tattoo bothers them that much maybe the mom's not accepting but if the mother is very accepting then i agree with zoe that Mm -hmm. the tattoo is just there and permanent on there it's not even on their back on the mom's back it's not like she's like oh look at my favorite daughters are on my thing like it's a Mm -hmm. tattoo she got uh, a long time ago and it's but if it's a dead name and your mom still has it on her body I don't know. It does just feel like you're like, we need to let this go and accept my new self. You know, I yeah. don't overly have an opinion on it. I mean, it's hard to ask someone to change their tattoo, but I think if I'm just putting myself like in this position, if I had a child 
they were going through this and I had something on my body that really hurt them and impacted them. Right. And I, I would do what it took. It's a hundred, what, $200 to change right. a name tattoo. If it really hurt my kid, I would want to change it. I know that's maybe not every parent's because they also do have the association of like, I picked that mm. name for you. That's the, that's the child. You were born this child. I get that that's a grieving process, but I also feel like your kids feelings in the moment like matter more than the name you picked out for them. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe they just, maybe instead of asking their mother, like I'm going to use Thanksgiving to like have this argument with my mother, maybe instead use it as a time to have a conversation with your mother about what's really bothering you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it really just the tattoo or is it deeper than that? And what can you do to fix that relationship? And then maybe once you come to an understanding or agreement with that, then you're, you could be able to express why that hurts so much that that name is still there. If that is such a, but a also if thing. she is a hundred percent unwilling to change it, it is her body. And you kind of just have to respect that and just not let it affect your journey because your journey is still your journey. And she does, she is right. I mean, nobody sees it. And if she's accepting of you in every other way, it's not, I wouldn't think a tattoo on her body is worth damaging the relationship. But if it is damaging the relationship, why? But that's what I'm saying. I think that maybe they need to adjust their expectations also. Well, or the mom has to adjust her expectations. I don't, I mean, I think they both do. But if she's accepted everything up to this point, then I mean, I think you have to give some also. I don't know. I don't know if you're the one that's hurt. Like if you're the one that always yeah, has to give. But at the end of the day, it's her body. Yeah. But it's also your identity and who and, you are but, as yeah, a but, human. And if you feel like you're trapped in this prison of a body and now you're finally free of it. Right. But, but your mom still has this reminder of who you were. Yeah. I can see where that would be hurtful. Yeah. I mean, and I get that it's hurtful and have that conversation with your mom. But it is her body. But when is she seeing? That's the thing. It's like, when is she yeah. seeing her mom's back? That's, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying is at some point you just got to have to take if she's accepted you then and accepted this journey you're on, that's the most important thing. That's why I think sit down and A, why is the tattoo the thing that's triggering you? Yeah. And B, why is the mother refusing to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, is it money or is it an emotional yeah. attachment? Right. Like you got to figure out yeah. those, like what the real issues are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's great advice actually. And also- Maybe don't even bring this conversation up at Thanksgiving. But if it's the only time they see each other and it's really weighing on this person. Yeah, but you can have this conversation over FaceTime. Don't like ruin your whole Thanksgiving. Or wait till the at least yeah. the family leaves and it's the two of you. Yeah. Like, that's what I was, like, it's, like I get it's important to you, but it's just sometimes you can just have these conversations over FaceTime when it's not a family holiday. I don't know. I think this is an in-person conversation. I agree. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. If it's you're going to really have a weighty. really deep down, let's figure yeah. out what the issues are, I think in person. Hmm. Okay. Unless, I mean, you're only see each other once a year or something. but Right, which could be the case. I, but, but even so, if you only see each other once a year, doesn't it make it less of an issue also? No, because I think it's just knowing in the back of your mind. Like, you don't have to see it. You just know that it's there. And I think that that can be a trigger for some people. That are going through this process, you know, that they felt like trapped in a body that wasn't theirs. And they finally have 
grown out of it, not grown out of it, but made the appropriate changes to right. transition. And then it just feels like a slap in the face that their family doesn't accept it. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But I think what Hillary said was good advice. I think what you you need to find like whatever the root issue is between the two of you and find a way to work toward each other. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. All right. So I think we've got time for one more question, guys. Yeah. Okay. So this listener has what it sounds like issues we all struggle with. She says, I have got one uncle who is always present at Thanksgiving who we disagree on pretty much everything. Social issues, political issues, entertainment, pop culture. We just don't agree on anything. How do I navigate an entire long weekend with him without being miserable the entire time? Steer clear. Just like don't go, don't spend that much time with him. Yeah. I think you have, because often, you know, you're eating dinner together Mm -hmm. and there's always that one family member who kind of tries to, goes rogue and just tries to bring up every difficult thing you know they're trying to get a rise out of people there's always someone in the family who's Mm -hmm. trying to get a rise and so they're going to bring up something they know is gonna upset somebody or start a fight i think just nod and smile don't have to agree or argue just say oh that's very interesting Mm -hmm. so uncle bob tell me how's work been lately and just you know you can always ask a personal interesting question Mm -hmm. people love talking about themselves yeah and just you know, go from there. Yeah. And I think also think about your mental health and your Mm -hmm. comfort level. Engage as much as you feel like you can and then don't. And just flat out say like, listen, I don't want to talk about this. We've, you know, we don't agree and that's fine. That's what makes the world go round. Buy a sign that says no politics or religion and hang it up at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Yep. There you go. Yeah, exactly. It's just I mean, I think you should tell them not everybody's going to agree and that's fine. And there's no point in trying to hash out your differences. You're not going to change his mind. He's not going to change your mind. Move on. Let's eat some turkey. (laughs) My gobbles are getting worse as we go on. (laughs) You over gobbled. I know. All right. Before we go, because nobody loves, most people don't love traditional Thanksgiving Day food. If you could start a tradition where you ate... A new dish at Thanksgiving that wasn't a traditional dish. What would your like Thanksgiving dish be? Do I have to eat this every Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. It's your new. This is our new Thanksgiving tradition. No more gross dry turkey. Every Thanksgiving we're having. Mine would be jambalaya. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't love jambalaya as a someone who grew up in Louisiana. Jambalaya is not my favorite. Well, you have. What's your Thanksgiving dinner? Mm. I would say like a nice soup or a stew or like a chili. Like mm. it's cold, it's winter. I'd still take the mashed potatoes. Mm. I'd put them I in my like soup. The but like, yeah, something just warm and nice. Oh, a chili bar. That's uh, good. Okay, yeah, I like that. Idea. When you said chili bar, my brain heard <laughs> dilly bar, and I was like, weird. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I would probably say tacos. A taco bar. A taco bar, a nacho bar, mm-hmm. like one of those butcher block papers and you throw everything on and you just eat. Sounds good to me. What's your food? Oh, you said jambalaya. Right. Okay. Hillary? Hillary? Uh, I think I would go like almost similar to Thanksgiving, but like a Southern food. Like I never eat like a bunch of Southern food, even though I mm. like it. But if I thought like on Thanksgiving is when I have like mashed potatoes, fried chicken, like 
big buttery rolls and green beans and garlic bread, like all those things. I Which like I know you, some of that is Thanksgiving. I, I feel like you just uh, described Thanksgiving. Yeah, but okay. I guess I don't really like turkey, but or sweet potatoes, <laughs> so like replace all, it with fried or pie, chicken. like yeah, yeah, just like a like an unhealthy Southern meal. Yeah, like a you could have like chicken fried steak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Or a good brisket would be. Mm, yeah, I would like that too. All right, guys. So as always. If you would like to submit your questions to us, go to sisters.saints.com. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify. Listen to us everywhere. Share us with your friends and family this year for Thanksgiving. If you need something to play in the background uh, during Thanksgiving dinner, we would recommend this podcast. And we will see you next week. And we appreciate each and every one of you. We are grateful for all of our listeners that we get every week. We started this not really knowing where it would end up and... I would say we were all just surprised at how you've all supported us. So thanks. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't kill your families this year.